Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. For my regular listeners, we are beginning to expand our topics. And that's because our lovely 5D societal culture is here. And that is where we got people with faces and intelligence. We got basically securely attached human beings who are integrated brains, restorative embodied cells. So they have flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable brains. That means that they have the ability to be resilient, coherent, so to adapt to any situation, energized because they use their integrated brain. So they're in their ventral vagal state. They are grounded in their whole consciousness as a human being. So they feel life like Sadhguru describes it. They just don't do the I'm a spirituality person necessarily. They do, wow, I feel life fully and it's awesome tangoing with people and being a grown-up and knowing as stability means reliability, consistency with their own words. So they have integrity. This means they're open-minded about everything. And what they don't do are stereotypes from gender to societal and that means they are cultured, to say the least, don't mean they have a degree. They know AI and technology is not the devil or evil. They actually understand when they hear a forensic criminologist explain how devil and evil, or the word evil, excuse me, not devil, he doesn't even talk about that one, but he says evil. Should we really be using this word? The name is Michael Stone. He gets interviewed by the well and or big think. Long story short, he says, should we really be using this word that comes from philosophers and religious texts? That's how he opens this up. And I'm like, you're spot on, dude. I'm going to use that one. So here it goes. Intellectually intelligent people means you have emotional intelligence. If you have no emotional intelligence, do not put yourself, please, into the box of intelligence. And I am, as I said, lovely regular listeners, this is a unique expansion of where we're headed. And I'm very fond of this one because I'm about to break open my, what was it, society and gender. Yes, I'll never forget that course and how educated people are not all, again, because they got degrees. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Unfortunately, believe me, no matter how many certificates someone throws in your face, please know, means nothing. And guess what? Your brain, it cannot fall out of your ass. What can fall out of your ass is nothing since it's a figure of speech. And so when you have emotional intelligence, that's a person who will know the difference between what true intelligence means. So when I see the only intellectual intelligent people, I've never considered them in any way, shape or form as intelligent because there's no consciousness there. There's no emotion. I don't, I see a robot. Oh yeah, I can hear regurgitation. Got a friend of mine. I told him the first Actually, excuse me, let me correct myself. The first time I met this person, had it not been for my lovely younger sister, who basically was like, you're nice to all the people. He's a nice dude. Be nice to him too. That's the only reason. To this day, I tell him, you can thank my sister for me being friends with you because after the first meeting, I would never have given you one even moment, not even a second, zero. You not only harassed my brain with his robotic voice, and regurgitation of data like a machine, he also insulted the city I love and consistently insulting it and the people. So I had a triage of situations. I'm like, I love humanity. I love Naples. And you are really doing a lot of chit chatter, but it's really, man, I can't hear you anymore. I seriously, my, my ears are not hearing. I, I'm so sorry. I can't hear you. No, the first time I didn't say anything. I just very politely handled the conversation and 
then I was planning on not befriending anyone because, again, that's exactly how I share with him, by the way, to his face. Sometimes I notice he gets a little bit hurt. I'm like, I'm not telling you you're stupid. I'm just letting you know this is how I feel when you talk to me. I'm so sorry. I'm not going to lie to you. We're friends. I don't lie to my friends. I tell them how I feel about everything and anything, and there you go. So my friend, he can regurgitate to you. Like He, he tells me how many books he reads. And, and sometimes I'm like, dude, when he has his basketball, young, teenage, asshole version, because his, his persona is nowhere near attractive, and he's an older gentleman. And anytime I'm watching him, I'm like, okay. So he knows that I tune him out. I don't do it on purpose. My ears actually just don't hear him. At a certain point, I can't hear, <laughs> I can't hear what he's saying. It's like a little song in the background. And I told him the first time, because I don't like to use people's time in a way that is not uh, genuine. So I said, look, I can't hear what you're saying anymore. You're, you're talking a bunch of shit. I don't, I don't, I can't support you. I'm sorry. I don't even know half of what you're saying. So when I asked him about his persona, he's like, it's not a persona. It's me. Now, let me again share. My friend went to good therapy and then he stopped his journey and he stayed where he's at. And he's great. He's great. And people that play around with his persona, meaning they, they, they support his jokes, they, they have, they're able to hear him. I can't. I can't deal with it. And <clears throat> I'm about to choke on perfume that just got sprayed somewhere. Okay, so that, that, that's my cue. Enough, Marie. Okay, let's get to the topic. Thank you. Lovely energy. Oh, by the way, 5D mystics. So I'm a woo lady. I'm okay with the woo-ness. Oh, am I okay with that one? Yes, woman here. She and uh, straight, I am not sure of those jargons, but polyamory, straight, solo poly, might I add. So let me give you all the digits. That way, anybody who thinks I represent the whole evil shit, you can go scooch on off <clears throat> because that's exactly what will happen when the ancients come around. And I'm okay with that. Go, bye, see you later, ancients. No, I won't be seeing you because, you know, we're not going to be in the same bandwidth. <laughs> so long story short, as a human being who's been intelligent with my emotional shit my entire life, I don't regurgitate. That, that's a sure thing. My brain does not work in any way, shape, or form with data. <laughs> Meaning I can only share so much. That's also why I'm pseudoscience lady, because I'll fuck it up. <clears throat> but what I won't fuck up is how I'm handling myself right now, which I'm very proud of, because, man, do I have Kali inside of me. And, you know, see, this is the thing. I was a teenager when I began to notice, okay, if I get angry, my brain gets all fuzzy inside. You know what you learn about anger? It dumbs you down. Physically, your brain gets dumbed down. And one of the things that happens is that cortisol, it begins to coat your hippocampus, which is your memory center. That's why people start to get foggy and then they start speaking shit from their mouth. Also, if you get even more angry, then you're going to be accompanied by this thing called certainty, which means you're going to start speaking out of your ass and thinking everything you're saying is right. But there's no intellect there. There's just a reactiveness. And really what's going to happen because you're in anger, your brain is using past shit because you're in defense mode. So it's not going to be able to be in the now and allocate ear time for all words that are being said. No, no, it's already just blah. It's like a robot, but it's not a robot. It's a pissed off robot who's just regurgitating shit with certainty and thinking they know everything. Okay. So you've lost complete control of your brain and what's coming out of it. And whatever you're going to say is going to be using the ancient text for those who get here. I, I, I've not gotten here because I'm intelligent. There you go. I don't regurgitate intellectual intelligence, emotional I'll pure intelligence here. So I noticed this as a teenager or a young adult as I came back from 
it was, yes, this was college. I was coming home from college, and every year when I'd come home, my lovely uh, cultural southern Italian family would continuously ask me the same question every time I'd come back, and that would be, why aren't you married? Aren't you going to have children? Don't you have a boyfriend? Whatever it was, I did have a boyfriend at the time of my college years, but not during my master's. Finally, I got single, and that's the way it stays, and that's the way I'm happy because, oh, by the way, yes, emotional, as I said, intelligence is necessary for anyone to be considered in any way, shape, or form intelligent by a person who is faces and Faces, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brain can only happen when you're integrated, which means that you have a securely attached body. I have that. It's called Maria. It's a three-year-old. <laughs> Put to the side the mysticism. <laughs> that just made it more, more of all of what you hear right now. And back to, you know, some. there's a reason for this episode, my lovely regular listeners. I will, I will get to it in a minute. I need to let all those new people know, <laughs> here's who you're dealing with today. And here's how it's going to go. And you don't have to stick around. Don't waste your time here if you want to stay close-minded uh, because your brain is going to fall out of your ass. Uh, go listen to the ancients, please, as they continue in 2023 to consistently bring forth what I'm going to call not even, you know, anything of any intellectual intelligence. Any person to me that has ever presented to me stereotypes, I will share with them my opinion. I will have a conversation. And when they are intellectually intelligent, they will have a conversation with me. We will review those stereotypes and that data point in a conversation. And so that is where I let me set that one to the side because there's people who use stereotypes and statistics to prove their points as they're discussing things. And I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm having a conversation what I'm having. So when a person is intelligent, they're participating consciously, they're having what is called a conversation, they're expressing what they believe in and think of. And so that's to be respected. Not talking about that when I say those who I'm about to go to my sentence stick to stereotypes. I'm saying the ones who embody the stereotypes, okay? Embodying a stereotype, which means basically as if you go somewhere, which some people do, and you have yourself be diagnosed and you have a codependent, not good therapist who continues to badger you with the label you are versus let you know you can heal, become whole, and become a functional adult versus stick to a label. So any person who's a label is a person who is not intelligent because they are not integrating their brain. They've chosen a label. They've given it attributes, and now they're sticking to their list. Here's an adaptive child who continues to maintain adaptive child modality which means they're going to have their list of breadcrumbs to present and throw at you as they try to... Yeah, no, we don't do any of it, by the way. None of it, none of it, none of it. There's one thing that I learned how to do, which was to shut my mouth and to then allow myself to just disengage completely. Not even a look, completely. I have been brought today. I knew, it would t- I knew the time would come for me to, to embark on this journey too because, you know, you know what you know about yourself. And I am learning still how to harness Kali because she comes up for sure. And then she's up and she's here and I'm here. And I'm like, okay, I guess this is time for me to manage my lovely anger circuit as a grown-up. I think that's what it is. So as a teenager, I just said, you know what, Shutting, shutting this all down. Now, here's the deal. So as I would come home, 
I would infuriatedly express to my mother, how dare they ask me the same questions over and over and over again. Why is nobody asking me about how my grades are? Why is nobody asking me about my career, what I want to do? I want to, why are they asking me only about this? So, you know, what's funny is people on the other end of the spectrum, they feel that they get asked, why aren't you doing a career? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you? This? So what end of the spectrum you come from as a woman? Right now, I'm a woman. I'm a straight woman who's talking in that whole, bring the stereotypes on if you want. But by the way, uh, women who are smart don't look to aesthetics. Meaning, yeah, we know aesthetics. It doesn't make our world rock because we have what's called healthy self-worth, which means I ain't superior and fear to you and I don't need no makeup. And if you make any kind of remark, I'm going to handle it like, okay, you don't like it eventually. As a teenager, maybe I'll, no, actually, <laughs> not at all. If you're a whole three-year-old heart, there's a way you react when people talk to you about your not-so-beautiful self, okay? Yeah, I'm thinking about a moment in time, and it's not, oh my god, I'm so shamed, I'm broken, I'm defective, let me go put more makeup on right now. No, no, <laughs> not even close, not even close, really, let me see how superficial you can get. Ah, let's see, what, what facade are you looking at today? Let me try my hardest, you know, what was cute, one of the times I went out, this dude who was trying to hit on me, this, this one I knew, and I did not like him, and I did not want him to hit on me, so I was trying very nicely to be like, dude, <laughs> leave me alone, I don't like you, and he made this remark that I was like, yeah, you're kind of spot on with that, and why are you still here then, you know, I'm like, if you figured it out, why don't you go somewhere else and go, you know, be with the women that you actually are more gonna likely have something in common with than me, because I won't have anything in common with you because you live based on a stereotype world, which drives my brain nutso. Because if there's one thing humanity is, is not limited. And so here's where Kali comes up every time any human being presents to me limitation. But the gender stereotype thing is a little bit more personal because I am a woman and I was for a short time a feminist. I used that term. And then I said, you know, Maria, but it doesn't really ring true to you because you're in favor of humanity. Uh, I had a chit chat with myself and I'm like, that's not integral. I'm not a person who favors one side. Plus, favoring one side seems to be doing more damage, meaning that's not the way that we're going to talk about how to be a full human. Uh, gender stereotypes create a divide. And on that note, I just knew how to maintain alignment with myself because that's what a securely attached, differentiated three-year-old self who's an adult does. And with the family, what I got described with the Southern Italians was the culture thing. So every time I say I'm polyamory to people, oh, well, you're Miami. I'm like, you know, it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm American, actually. You should hear what the Americans have to say about us polyamory people. And they call us whores and we're like, yeah, okay, whatever. But uh, okay, you want to use that word. You know where it comes from? I learned about where it comes from. But that's because I'm educated from college years and I don't remember it because I'm not a data freak who can regurgitate shit. But I did learn about the way the words that we use. Yeah, I learned a lot of things. Who was it? Oh, somebody was telling me about the word fuck you or the word fuck, <laughs> where it came from. Anyways, back to us and to being a woman who is in favor of infinite higher human consciousness potential. I'm in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. And it's not a checklist. It was like a... 
Oh, I'm here. Yay. Like a little puzzle piece. Oh, look at that. I'm vibing and I'm consistently vibing. Oh, I'm on a high. Woohoo. And I don't even do drugs. No, don't bring them near me. Thank you very much. You keep your drugs to yourself. I'm good without drugs. I don't need more life. I already am life. Can't you tell? So long story short, some goody two shoes. Yes, some of us are that. And we stay that way, which is why we're not like, ah, conspiracy everywhere. Everywhere they're coming to get us, the Matrix, the aliens. And no matter how many aliens I have met in my dreams, yes, my mind's eye, and actually not only in my dreams. That's the part of what is beautiful. I knew my mysticism was coming for some reason. I just didn't have it all figured out yet. And it has nothing to fucking do with my spirituality purpose. <laughs> I'm a human. It's my Maria name purpose, spiritual. It means you, the human you, you have an ego, you have a self. You can be selfless, timeless in the effortlessness and richness of your brain if you get it integrated. Faces, again, how do we like the play of words today, my lovely listeners? So this is what a person who's a creative can do with information that they care about to share FYI for those who want to open into their higher human consciousness potential. I don't do half-ass shit. I've never really done half-ass shit because I go all in, as my mother likes to remind me. Yes, all in. And all in on the things that are important, which is you can achieve your wholeness and be a self-empowered person and a lot more but back to our topic because we're not talking about personal development today my lovely regular listeners we're talking about a topic today we're talking about a specific topic might i add and it's on purpose and i'm trying to do my best to maintain my brain in the wisdom of my words and my energy and my presentation to you and this is not about right or wrong it's perspective. So remember, ancients are going to be around. They want their ancient silverbacks. The ones who follow the little shiny objects, let their broken three-year-old hearts follow their ancient silverbacks. And I'm going to keep on doing that one. Because you know what I know? Humanity is awesome and we don't need no silverback leading us. We're not living in prehistory. It's 2023. I really don't know how people don't understand what, what year it is. But hey, I get it if I want to. And I'm not going to want to right now. I'm going to move back into the year it's at. I have a master's degree in IR, and I do not appreciate what I see out there, not even a little bit, but hey, I know why we're there. Again, three-year-old broken hearts, anyone? You know what authoritarians know how to do, and you know what people don't know how to do? Oh, I forgot. Believe in themselves. Yes, that's right. They can be manipulated. When you tell someone, no, you can't, you know you, know you could harness yourself. No, Maria, what do you, how do you know you won't be manipulated? Well, I don't know. However, I'm going to make sure that I know exactly how to hold my heart body and value body. You know why? Because I'm going to make decisions in my brain. <clears throat> and the one decision that I made as a kid, because this was given to me as a teenager, was this. I will never, ever, 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 unless I'm physically harmed or physically in danger, physically I will never, ever, ever, ever in a million gazillion years do anything to harm emotionally or mentally or anything another human being. I don't care who the fuck comes into my room and speaks to me. I'm not doing it. And that was a promise after learning about the whole God thing and him telling his son. And I'm like, what the fuck? You confuse people. And look, look at all those people, what they're doing. <clears throat> Dividing people up and creating wars and killing each other how how how, how did you help them you know, i don't agree with that but i can't do anything i ain't god so you know what i'm gonna do here here's what i'm gonna do and i said physically so if you don't have a weapon in your hand you don't represent a physical life threat even if emotionally i might be in turmoil inside i will not lift a finger to do anything that is remotely 
aggressive is what I promised, if you will. This is emotional, men, so no any harm, no harm to anyone. And I, that felt like a great decision to make because the only reason I should ever lift my hands to anyone or get aggressive is if they represent a physical threat to me. Because emotions, they're not threatening. You can't kill me with an emotional stab. In fact, this is exactly why further continuation, I chose to stay open-hearted as those backstabbers of teenage lands came around, like the ones who saw my boyfriend cheat on me, none of them said anything. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, but I found out what a backstabber is. They're afraid. They're afraid you're going to reject them. So they're not a backstabber. They're afraid you won't love them anymore. Hmm. Let's go back to faces, shall we? Hmm. My regular listeners know what I'm going to talk about. Hmm. Let's go to that three-year-old, shall we? Where, where do we have? We all have a zero one. Who's the attached zero one? Hmm, panicky attached. There you go. So, oh, poor friends. They were all fucking scared to tell me the truth. And I was a loving person, but I'm a very, very serious person, like you can tell. And so I was like, well, maybe I'm a little scary to some people because confidence to teenagers seems to be scary. They, they're insecure, though. I'm insecure, too. I'm just learning how not to be a sensitive ego, but apparently they don't really know that I'm not sensitive because they keep on lying to me in my face by omitting words as if I'm going to be offended and I'm not, and they keep on using other words instead of just coming out and spitting the truth. I I spit the truth. Now that I'm a grown-up, you need to learn to filter. No, I'm not going to filter my mouth. I don't have to filter my mouth to cater to your sensitivities. I can speak however I want, and you can just accept that you have a different way of lifestyle and I'm okay with it. What, what words do you want to use with me today as I maintain my calm? Because I really don't give a shit emotionally or mentally about what words are coming out of your mouth because I'm an adult emotionally. If a person wants to be intelligent, here's where it's at. It's even better than when I hear Sadhguru explaining it because I'm giving it to you the human way. And any person who is cold as ice is not emotionally intelligent. Oh, no. Ah, this is where my mystic stuff comes into the mix. And I just stand back and leave it alone because they serve a purpose. So on that note, people represent the purpose they serve. They embody it. And therefore, when you pick up assholes in the room somewhere, you know they're embodying something for someone. (laughs) So they serve a purpose. Yes, they're a shiny little object for the ones who shine like them. This is why I need to, okay, thank you. Kali needs to step down and she (laughs) needs to come in and I need to be in Krishna Leela Maria mode right now. Okay, so on that note, when I was explained by my mother, culturally speaking, people are different. There's no need for you to get all pissy in your pants, Maria. At a certain point, I was like, okay, you know what? She's right. It's cultural, meaning that I understood what she was saying, which is there's differences in cultures. Being that I am an American, was raised in a military environment. In fact, once I met civilians, I was like, whoa, there is a difference. Okay, I am so fascinated right now about all of my American heritage because it is nothing near what I learned about with my military friends who were and are still global citizens and we're about the globe we're not only about America yeah the part about the land of the free and all that but here's where there's different groups of my friends the global people the civilians it's like being basically uh, Italy or France or Spain and I'm like okay that one was fascinating to figure out because I was like I just thought of US of A as one whole happy family now I'm recognizing it's not it's different states they have different culture they have different background they even want to separate and they're having a lot of yeah we are not not me but there are 
right now in America. It's, yeah, I'm not even going to go there because that's for another time and not today. No, no, no. I just remember when I went from my school in Maine to my school in New Jersey, and I was like, oh, no. Why did I leave? Well, because it was cold like fuck in that small-ass school, and I'm a city girl, not a town girl, and I couldn't handle being all the way in the middle of the mountains. <laughs> I could not. There were three pubs, three pubs. That's it. No bus, no train, no nothing. I had no car. I was in the middle of nowhere <laughs> in the fucking cold, and I did not die. I thought I would die because my body and cold do not mix well together, and what I found out was I didn't die, and I was okay. I was like, okay, now I can tell the difference of humid cold, which is sucky, and Naples, Italy has humid cold, but it has a lot of beautiful things, not the earthquake part, but hey, it has a lot of other beautiful things. So at the end of the day, la dolce vita, you can only live it in one place. And I will tell you, my region is my favorite and actually Naples City and its surrounding, Campi Flegre. So I have a very specific place I call home. And then there's some other places that I call home. And that would be one of the lovely islands off the coast. And it's a specific area, actually, that I got to visit uh, that one. Not Ischia. Ischia is off the coast of Naples. I'm talking a whole different region. And that's for Sardinia. The oldest people live there. Even though I don't like all of it. Uh, don't send me to the bottom part because they're, yeah, I, I went to the southern. Yeah, no, I don't want there. That they're not, <laughs> it's not interesting. And actually, I like a city that is on the top northern part because, again, not a town in the middle of the forest person. On that note, we like civilization in the sense of being with people and having hospitals if you need them and not dying organically with the trees, which is where some people instead want to. They want to be off the grid, good for them. May they go there. Usually they will have had something happen in today's an age that they just felt abandoned by the system and they're so angry, by the way. Remember that story? My lovely listeners, you remember it was in that lovely island that I had that lovely conversation with a dude who started to freak out at me while I'm in the middle of the mountains with people. And I'm like, what the fuck? I only asked if you were going to write a book. I didn't do anything. Why are you pissed at me now? I'll never forget that. It's because of stupid people like you. And, and he's yelling at me and I'm like, what? And okay, so this today is a personal share to my regular listeners to get to know me a little bit more. Okay, and I have another friend. Okay, this friend was there, but this dude, it's sad. He drinks way too much. I'm going to put it nicely. He's an older gentleman and... <laughs> okay, so... We slept in a bed together, which every now and then he keeps reminding me about, which makes me quite un, not uncomfortable, but I'm like, you're, you always do this when you're drunk. You really need to not. <laughs> and I don't know how to share that with him because I know that he means no harm. But at the same time, here's where perspectives, man, people, I cannot even begin to highlight how amazing it is for people in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group to be, please. Okay, over here, my 5D mystics, and those of you who are here, you, you're having laughs with me. Other people might be a little confused, and it's okay, please. I want any person who's a listener and you to know, being a grown-up, this is what it means to me. It means not judgmental. It means you have fun talking about stories. And believe me, I don't know many people that 
are open-minded because apparently their mind's going to fall out of their ass. No, they don't know how the fuck to be themselves as adults. They're still their teenage version, hiding their zero, one-year-old and three-year-old and not knowing that rejection doesn't mean you didn't do it right. You're broken, okay? So the basics of people who don't need therapy, they could get their act together and they're not, okay? So let's treat it as it is. The ones who need therapy, they know it if they want it and they can get it and there's good therapy out there. So there's a divide right now. The ancients, and we're just going to put the ancients aside. Please leave them to the side. And then there's us. And us are fun. Us are here. <laughs> Thank goodness, man. I was wondering what it would look like because 4D is all over the place with spiritual warfare and aliens and all that other shit. And I get it, but at the same time, I was like, okay, I know you're off your rockers somewhere because you're not making any more sense at a certain point in my ascension journey. I could see that 4D is not grounded in, in, in life and in being a human. And, you know, the part of what really honed in for me to be able and share with you what is supportive guidance to my regular listeners was the year that I figured it out because I came across Bezel van der Kolk. He's the one who unlocked the key to me because I've always seen us as people I just didn't know about trauma memory and this charge. I didn't understand it because I'm not, I don't do mental health. That's not my major. I do it now, but because I do personal development, I create content. And so I got to get courses because I have money. I'm an entrepreneur. I can purchase my own certificates to learn, meaning I do the courses and get the educational certificates. But I'm sure there are people who purchase certificates without doing any learning, but you will be able to notice that if you're an intelligent one, because you'll be hearing them not know what the fuck they're talking about. So on that note, Basil van der Kolk gave me the answer to what my hunch is, because I only had hunches. I'm like, people aren't becoming more loving. They're not becoming more light workers. They're, they're, they're upset. They, they're not easily, they're, they're upset. They're all upset. And the nervous system stuff, and Tara Brock, and Basil van der Kolk, Stephen Porges, Peter Levine, all these people began coming across my feet after Basil van der Kolk, and that's where I was like, okay, now I know what the fuck is going on. Okay, then. <laughs> okay, now it's clear. Sadhguru is great to have, he added, and still to this day adds the spirituality lingo because he's a spirituality guru. He's, he's amazing. His philosophy is you flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brain. It's a whole person, a human being who can say, I have thoughts and feelings. Yeah, and so do you. Okay, so this dude, this drunk dude, excuse me, I shouldn't say that, but he, he really, sometimes he, it's too much. So I think maybe, maybe somewhere, you know, he has a special sweet spot, but he's always been very respectful, and that's the point. He always reminds me of the respect that he showed the night that he crashed in a bed, where I crashed in a bed, and we fell asleep, and I'm thinking, there's no need for you to remind me consistently of the respect, and in fact, when he does it, I'm like, yeah, because I'd punch you in the fucking face if you touched me, and I did not do it in a not direct way. I did, every time he mentions it, he's drunk or not, I don't give a shit, I repeat myself so that he can remember uh, you just fell asleep because you're so drunk and you knew that I was not into you is what I wanted to say because that's basically what it is. And at the end of the day, he, I was telling the story to the guy about this dude who was verbally being a bit aggressive. <laughs> and he was like, 
I don't remember that. Where was I? And here's the moment of I can't be mean to someone. What am I going to say? You were drunk? You, you know you don't remember that? That's not nice. Again, there's no need for me to address something that is a person's chosen pattern and uh, that I'm just in, engaging in conversation with when we have the opportunity to. So long story short, he asks himself where he was at because I would have protected you, defended you. And I'm like, I didn't need protecting or defending. He didn't do anything wrong. He just got a little upset. That's all. It's okay. And, and then I was thinking in my brain, you couldn't have handled it anyways because you're drunk off your ass somewhere. But let me again not address the, the elephant in the room, which, you know, if you're a smart person, you'd get your shit together and stop drinking so much and being very, very, very bad for your health and your liver and on that note anyone who tells me oh i'm just trying to make like this other person this is a whole other human being who justifies their drinking to me every now and then because we're friends and this dude doesn't this dude just lets himself drink the other dude as he justified one of the times he was like well you know i just don't want to be a burden for my family so and i'm like you think you're not going to be a burden for your family by drinking like this did you hear what you just said from your mouth do I need to spell out to you what you just said? No? Okay. And we looked at each other. I'm like, I'm going to be quiet now <laughs> because I think that what you're saying is a cop-out bullshit sentence and I think you know it, but I don't, I'm not going to go there because you just told me again how you're okay with doing this to your liver. <laughs> so, you know, I'm out. Let me go chit-chat somewhere else. So as you can tell, look, look at how many people that I get to see in my everyday life that could use good therapy. And I have to laugh about it and talk about it. And I don't have to. It's a, it's a choice what you want to do with your life. I'm not your parent. I'm not here to be your parent. <laughs> don't be my fucking parent. So anyone who wants to speak, because I've met people who are the little pushy codependent people. Oh, you're an enabler. Fuck you. No, I'm not. I'm a person called a grown-up who understands the difference between somebody who wants to take care of themselves and one who doesn't. And you know what I know more than you don't know is that they have shame. And even if you shame them, they're just going to isolate themselves like they're doing in the first place. And so you have cut a lifeline on a person who instead of giving them room to have for themselves, that can lead to healing. So see, here's where when people are shamed, it doesn't change their self-loathing. And so I'm going to leave that one because there are stories that I could share with this one and one particular came to my mind, which I'm not going to share. <laughs> but I knew the minute that they chose to delete all of a sudden their email, why it was. And that's all I'm going to say. So people who don't want to heal themselves, they will continue their shame cycle. And shame cycle means withdrawing and isolating, which means you're not actually living any good life at all inside of you or outside. So back to the other topic, because this one's a sad one, and luckily we have good therapists and people like myself, consultant, coaches, the ones who believe, the ones who know humanity is awesome, and what is the issue is not a problem, it's called transgenerational trauma, unresolved trauma, and ancient assholes, whom, by the way, who perpetuate shit, but let's leave that one to know, they're not... They find solace in their little groups, they're singing Kumbaya, and then leading each other with their little shiny ancient silverback. Thank goodness we have a system. I knew the system would serve something once I realized my disappointment in it. I was like, well, remember, Maria, we're 8 billion plus people. We need something to organize us all. 
And not any one of us is the ego that's ruling the world since there's 8 billion. So no three-year-old's going to rule anything. And uh, let's, that, let's remember it's a co-creative effort. So system serves, yes. And the system is led by the people for the people. It's not a representation of all the people, that's for sure. And we're switching from ancient silverbacks to smart people. That's where we're at. And that's why the ancient silverbacks are right now uh, gathering and what they don't understand is that they're not smart yeah they're not stable mature adaptive rational or teachable if they were they'd understand the new data which shares that you can heal from trauma the new data that talks to you about your inner well-being they'd be all over that one not like a robot no no because see robot means you're only using your left mode you still didn't learn anything about your right mode and that means you don't know anything about your three-year-old and your emotional stuff so let's get to toxic masculinity shall we and i don't like doing gender stereotypes let me share that but if i have to ah if i have to i will have to say my gender is a woman my 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 ovaries my chemistry, whatever you want to call it, I don't know, you go for it. But if we need to lean into those gender stereotypes, I know what men have to say about women and what women have to say about men. And this is one of the reasons if I had ever been a man, I'd be like all over that one trying to prove in a very specific way something and then not in the way that I've seen the trending men do. No, no, no. I'd be in a very specific space. And you know what? I'm sure we're going to see that. Because if I think about it, I've actually already started to see that. That's right. There's a beautiful man out there now that I think about it. He's doing a great job at being a genuine male he who's balanced with his masculine and feminine and representing what a actual mature male is as well as a mature female. And again, days, of course, I understand that there's a they and there's a non-gender. And I understand the feeling because there's energy behind our feminine and masculine. And so a person who feels an in-between will be, uh, there's a word for when we are in that oneness energy, but I forget it right now. So I get it that there are people who are in their energetic sphere and in their body, they feel not associated to feminine or masculine they feel non-gender because at the end of the day when you're connected to pure consciousness you understand shiva nothingness so you understand how a person can feel not connected to any of those traits because that's what open-minded people who are intelligent emotionally and mentally who have faces and are smart can do they know how to hear when a person says i don't feel male or female, and I'm not asking you to be me, and I'm not asking you, obviously, the way that it's presented. So if you're spitting in somebody's face as they tell you their own opinion, you're not actually presenting yourself in a way that can be accepted by another. Another, in the moment you spit in their face, meaning you attack their personality, because they're not what you are, you have created a group, unfortunately. You have actually, excuse me, you've given a choice point because you've attacked someone based on your own defending of yourself. And now the other person has a choice point to make. Are they going to create a stereotype and, and make a blanket statement? Or are they going to allow themselves to understand this was one person and only a securely attached three-year-old whole heart can do that? Because the minute you take it personally is the minute you're not a whole three-year-old heart. Okay, so if I, as a polyamory person, get spat in the face by a monoamory person, I'm not going to be like, oh, monogamy people are going to spit in my face. I will never speak about my polyamory again. No, 
And here's where mystic, we'll use that one. <clears throat> when I started having clairs, all my loved ones know all of the stuff. They did not, <laughs> they did not, and to this day, they don't understand it fully except for those who experience clairs. So my twin, and then people who began to experience them, but the people who don't, they have always had a way about them. I, I know those eyes. We all know eyes. I, I just don't care. <laughs> but long story short, when I look back, I know exactly what people think and have thought with me moving into reading tarot, Akashic Records, with my crystals, and with everything that I experience. And to this day, it's always something I can understand because I know what it means when you don't understand something, because I will not understand all perspectives. And I have the decency to say, I can't understand this. I'm trying to understand you. I, I don't understand you. If somebody is a straightforward person who's a grown-up, I'll say, I'm really, my head's wrapping around it. I can't, I can't. I don't know why, but I can't. And the people who are open, they will know and they will see the brain struggling. And that, that, that's when there's so amazing conversations when people understand that sometimes we just don't get it. And it's okay because it means we don't get it because we don't live it. We don't experience it. And, and being able to know that that's going to happen because you have a body and I have a body. You have a brain and I have a brain. And to be able to enjoy that exchange is what grown-up emotional people can do. Okay? So... This is what self-empowerment and healthy self-worth and anything that you hear from good trauma experts to spirituality gurus, da 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 5D is where I'm me, you're you, and we are in good company. The three-year-old heart is what's behind it because it's a gooey-ooey-ooey in a playful way. This is why Krishna Leela is needed. And it's not rigid and in this, I need to be a good soldier type of attitude and an energy which is instead every teenager so they're either a good soldier or they're spiting and I'm going to put that to the side and get back in our short time to this gender shit that I was observing okay so remember the one psychology dude who objectified the entire relationship between man and women saying men need to know about your sexual history and here's why please ladies understand and he begins with a whole bunch of crap and then he continues, and I'm thinking, this must be a joke. He has a psychology major. I mean, come on, seriously, where's the joke? Where's the joke? I was waiting for the joke while I was tortured in this entire video. I came across recently another video, and this one's about how to be a good wife. Oh, wow. Now, this one, this one, I, I don't even know. Because see, when it, when, it, when it comes to meeting women that are like this, I'm like, wow, uh, yeah, no, because the men, I feel bad for the men because they need more people to say, we're not stupid idiots, we're not, please stop comparing us to just, you know, um, Neanderthals. <laughs> then you got women who say, women who don't want to have sex with their husbands, and then they start making them out to be Neanderthals. So we got full-on women saying to women, you have to have sex with your man because it's going to be the number one thing on the list that they want, if not the third. <laughs> I was like, Wow wow, wow, you know, and I was like, okay, I know I need to do, now's the time, this is a topic, because, uh, yeah, one, sex means shit to a person in general, any male, female, I don't care what gender you give them, if they have a relationship with their inner body, okay, so when you're not a label, because being a good wife is a label, people, 
And the other dude, whatever his label is, I don't even, you know, want to go there because I just, I can't even handle that one. I mean, I can't handle either of these two people. They're older than me, older, older. And maybe that is why. Maybe it's their age. Let's let it, let's let it be their age, shall we? And so this woman is listening to women why they must give their husband sex. And then she goes on to say, not like a duty. It's not a duty. That's a very, very, you're doing something really horrible to your husband. Like th this is where you're, you're, you're at the service. I forget what word she uses. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? Oh my gosh. And then she's like, and plus, don't you remember when you were girls and going out and dating other people and wanting to do stuff? Couldn't you, you, you couldn't wait to get together and have sex. And I'm like, no, some of us didn't give a shit about sex. We just want to have a good time with people. We are not into the physical stuff. And anyways, oh my gosh, this woman was just catered to serving men. And all the women, they're, okay, so while the male had 29,000 views, this woman had four, no, 149,000 views. And that's what, double, tri no, it's triple, quadruple, whatever the math is, do the math, people. Okay, on that note, I have met people, men and women, that are into stereotypes, and I always keep my mouth shut because the day that I meet them is the day that I'm like, I need to keep my mouth shut because I'm going to start being an asshole and I'm not going to be an asshole and I don't want to waste my time here. So long story short here, we're going to just end with this. I would go out with uh, friends of mine. These are family friends, meaning they're, they're home. And there were for a couple of years where I would be... <laughs> I would be there with them and their, what was it? One, two, three, three, four couples. And so I, I had started going out with my friends when I had my last, I'm going to call it traditional relationship, even though we moved into an open relationship at a certain point and then we broke up, they broke up with me and they're married and I'm best friends with the wife and it's a beautiful, my soul sister, she introduced me to crystals and everything in the metaphysics world. I began with her, even Twin Flames. I, well, Twin Flames I found out from another person, but she already had known about it too. So on that note, um, him and I would go out. I think we would go out. I don't remember, but this girlfriend of mine, I've known her because she's the cousin of my teenage boyfriend. So this is family again. And when we'd go out with their friends, I had to sit and listen to people talk about asking for permission from each other to go on vacation. <laughs> I remember boiling inside and I'm like, what the fuck? How old are you? I don't ask my mother for permission. And you're asking for permission to go on vacation? No, because, you know, so long story short, I was in my 20s. I grew older and I'm 43. And now I'm watching people like being a happy or good wife and telling women how they have to give their husband sex and it can't be a duty and sex is everything. And he, don't you remember when you liked it? And then a dude doing shit like he was doing, which uh, if you don't do with me what you did with every man, I'm not going to be the best. That means I'm not going to be with you. I'm not going to waste my time. Does that not sound like a three-year-old to you? Please. The woman, three-year-old, oh, I don't know, five-year-old being taught by a mother to be subservient to men, something like that, because that's the only way that I'm going to see it, because you talking about you can't do it like a duty because you're doing your husband a disservice, I'm just thinking, wow, you're not even doing it for yourself. What relationship do you have with sex? And, and really, even it's not even, it's all of this, all of the entire conversation is nowhere near a person who has a 
awareness of their pure consciousness. So they're in a soul age group, all right? It's called the societal one, the relationship one. Yep, they got an ancient silverback. Oh, yes, I forgot scripture. She mentioned scripture. And that's where she starts to say, don't you remember the promise you made? That you would be serving, da 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 da. So, scripture, ancient people. There you go. There's your role. So, some people are subservient to what is a medieval time and they will continue to live it. And some of us know we are educated, we are informed, not needing to go to college. We use our conscious brain, we use our flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brain to know there's a lot of subject matters out there and we are not here to be subservient to anyone. The system organizes us, which is why we don't go off into the conspiracy land. We know that not everything is perfect. We don't need a conspiracy. Grown-ups don't need a story. We know the data. The world is going through change. And whether it's spirituality data, spiritual or human data, we know all of it. Why? Because we're not the dead short idiots. We're not the adaptive child who's trying to make the three-year-old be accepted by anyone. No, no. We don't have a three-year-old broken heart. We, we have a whole three-year-old heart. And it's, 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 it's like, yeah, you know what? I have an opinion. So do you. Good. Can we share it? There's few people that I actually know I can share all of this with. And there's two that come to my mind. And <laughs> my divine masculine friend is who came to my mind immediately. Because he is intellectually savvy. And he likes to learn. And we have completely different opinions. For all I know, when I'll present to him some of this stuff, because I haven't been able to have chit-chats with him, he's going to have a laugh with me. Or he's going to be like, yeah, but Maria. <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, let's, let's get it on. I want to hear all about your opinion, because I'm curious. And that's because we're curious about each other's intellect in a way of not, let me tell you how to think, lady or man. <laughs> it's no, 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 no. <laughs> you think you, I think me, and we come together in harmony, and we actually have good giggles and laughs, and that's because here's where it was beautiful for me to grow into a tango with him because we had moments where we were misaligned due to us using words differently and our brains differently and coming at things from a whole different perspective. However, because he perceived something more and what I think it was maybe curiosity to just figure out a person because you know if you're hanging out you want to figure out and I get it I like I don't try to figure out people I just like to live people so I'm in the conversation out of joy and sharing a moment so with me for me I was like oh am I in am I in inside my body every time we were misaligning I'm like okay is he gonna still want to be friends with me <laughs> Because he actually challenged me, quote unquote. He didn't challenge me. There's an ambulance. But he actually said this. He said, I know you have an opinion. And I said, I don't know if you want to hear it. And he said, of course I want to hear it. I'm like, are you sure? I already had been so used to people not wanting to hear an opinion. <laughs> because people don't want to have conversations. They want to dictate to you what life should be. And that's not a conversation. It's just something boring that you don't really want to get into if you're a person who's using mental and emotional intelligence with your physical human being body. And on that note, he expands my consciousness because he has a brain that works well with data. And he is a masculine. I'm a feminine, even though we all have masculine feminine. But he's a masculine in his analysis. So it helps me to break things down in a way that my brain just doesn't do automatically because my brain's always bringing it all together. So I'm able to bring it all together 
And that's great, but sometimes it's important to break down components of anything. So at the end of the day, we complete each other as a species when we talk about things from different aspects, but you need to be grown-ups, and the grown-ups need to be whole three-year-old hearts because otherwise they're just pulling on each other's heartstrings the way that adaptive children do, which is fine and dandy for those who are going to continue living a group life, uh, but not for those who are looking to make a difference within our globe. Uh, and, 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 and you'll see, the ones who are making a difference are not closed-minded. When you look at the economy, the economy, there's that environment donut or sustainability. When you look at the universal money care system, da da da, that the people who want the ancient ways don't like. When you look at politics, they're showing to us how authoritarian figures are not great, why they're getting elected, why they're being, and 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 this is why, for me, helping people to become their self. A whole three-year-old heart is important because that way your heart strings don't get pulled. See, when my heart strings, me, Maria, get pulled, it's with stuff like this where I know why I'm pissing my pants and I look to calm myself enough before I even bother trying to venture off into a conversation because my upset is a personal preference of wanting to see open-minded people, but it's also more than just that. So the... Knowing of where you come from, I'm a person who values open conversations. I do not like stereotypes to the bone of me because they diminish every single human being. And also, it's a little bit personal because of being a teenager that was also with that I'm a woman and I'm being treated certain ways. And then accepting it, though, and saying, you know, I don't need to be using that equation because it's not necessarily true. It's our society that can move into a healthy balance and achieve at some point or another the knowingness that we are males, females, women, men, and theys now. We also have theys, non-gender, and that we all deserve the same pay, the same this, all of that. Okay, so this equality business is for those who are humanity business. Those who don't, they're going to want people like being a good wife and that other asshole. And yes, I'm going to be a little bit more because that, that dude, he's a dude. There you go. It's implicit bias. I can admit it. I can admit that I am a woman and I have an issue with a man speaking about women in a certain way. I have an issue with a woman too. But see, with the woman, it's one of those things where I'm used to women being against each other because of their own fathers and mothers raising them certain ways and that whole ancient text the man it's a little bit more personal because they represent a direct threat to me physical not just uh, anything so it's personal because it's more dangerous if you will it's not about justifying it. I'm just saying my implicit bias comes out for a reason and I'm sure it's from the history of our toxic masculinity and everything that we all know has taken place so let's not lie about any of it I'm a four foot nine woman, so right here, I can be objective about why my body will be more. I could also say, you know what, it's none of that. It's just my heritage, it's my culture, whatever I raised with. It's my opinion. Whatever words can come out of my mouth, I'm okay with it. I'll take ownership of it. And I won't stand down because the minute you dehumanize me and you're not even my gender, I'm going to be like, wow, okay, now I'm going to stand up for myself and for the women because, see, that's exactly where, as I was saying, I can't believe men don't stand up for themselves because whenever I hear any of these men basically making a man out to be 
not only a Neanderthal. So this woman, let me make him out. Yes, yes, because if you're going to tell me that sex is on number one of the list, then I'm going to say you don't know what a human is. And there, that's not a man to me. If sex is the number one thing on your list, no. You go be one with nature. You are a Neanderthal because you don't understand sex in a way of expanded consciousness yet. And on that note, this is where it's, it's not even about personal. If you're not conscious of your ventral vagal nervous system, you only know your survival nervous system, which then, in fact, directly connects you to our ancients because we used it in the ancient times to protect from animals. And, and you're only using a defense mechanism. You're not even using your prefrontal cortex. So your human being brain, you're not using all of it. If you, you're not present. You're not present in the same way. So the only per person and people who don't know this difference are the same ones who have never tried to get into a new way of being in their body. And on that note, we have finished up our time. We'll be back with this. I'm sure that I'll make some more episodes and I look forward to your feedback, comments, questions, all of it. Have a great day, everyone.